All right, and welcome back. This is episode 11, First Baptist Church Blanchard podcast. Uh, Joe Prater here, got the Pastor Clay with us, the Pastor Clay. Uh, He just got back from a recent trip. He was uh, in another country speaking the gospel and and spreading the good news and the word, doing a little work, work before the work. So uh, what do you got for us this week? And I got a little, could have went in work after the work with that one. That was funny. You know, we're going to be in a foreign country and doing some things. Um, man, it was just, uh, it was a good trip, good time to be away. Um, I'd love to expound on that one, but we're going to have to do it another time because I want to share it uh, in a few Sundays with our people first before I right. kind of put it out there. They hear it on here and then they, they may not want to show up and hear it again, you know? That's right. Well, in, in the, the thing is, is you're setting the example of the work, spreading the gospel, and that's the biggest thing, and, and we are all anxious to kind of hear what went on. I'm sure you got a few pictures. Uh, probably didn't sleep a whole lot. Uh, nothing eventful happened. No lost luggage that we know of. No, or, everything went good. Uh, didn't bring any anything back that customs would have been unhappy with or right. anything like that. But, right. hey, you know, I, I am going to say this before you get started, because we yeah. said something right before we started, mm-hmm. and um, talking about war. And I know that's your topic. I don't want to steal your thunder. Uh, but that's kind of kind of being we talked about, and I think you're going to expound more on being offensive, being being at war with, with basically the devil and, and spreading the word. It's not going to make him happy, but being offensive with our words, telling people what they need to hear when they need to hear it, not just this feel-good, oh, man, you know, we all love you. Yes, we love you, but you still get the discipline. So... I don't know if I stole anything from you, but no, what do you good. got on that? No, no stealing there. I think you're good. Um, you know, I think that's what happens a lot of times. We we take the Bible out of context. You know, we were, we were kind of talking about this on the trip, you know, some of the guys I went with. You know, a lot of people, you know, they'll say something like, oh, we're not supposed to talk about that. You know, we, you know we're being judgmental or we're judging and stuff like that. We shouldn't be judging people, um, you know, because we're all sinners. We're all saved by grace through faith. But there's times when we definitely know when a brother or sister in Christ is maybe um, in that slow fade. You know, they're, they're right. fading and, and doing some things they shouldn't be able to do or shouldn't not be able to, shouldn't be doing. And it's it's out there. You see it. It's it's in your face and that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, lovingly we go to our brother in Christ and say, hey, look, um, you know, I, I know this is going on. It's outward. We can see it. You know, you you may be trying to put it out there. I don't know, but it, it's there. And, uh, man, I'm not here to be judgmental. I'm here to be loving. You know, I'm here to show you and tell you. You know that ain't right. And uh, kind of walk walk through the whys and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, it says it's better to bring a brother back to Christ. You know, so we need to get them back, back involved, back on, on board what's going on. And, um I don't believe you can lose your salvation, but I do do believe you can backslide. I believe you can get into some areas that you don't need to be going in. Well, and I think that a lot of people, we want discipline. We want structure. Even if you are to the point where you say you don't, uh, even in our jobs, we want structure. Sometimes you just want somebody to tell you, hey, be here. Be here at this time. This is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. It, it takes that that thinking away. But I believe that that yes, as brothers and sisters, we need to ask those or, or politely tell those people. There's a, there's a time and a place. You know, you don't do it in front of a bunch of people. You don't bring it out in front of a crowd. But 
you, you do it with a sense of love and a sense of, of desire to help this person. And people are going to get mad. People always, if they don't want to hear it. But in the end, we know we did the Christian thing. We know we did what God's commanded us to do as far as, as that, you know, making sure that, that people understand that he loves them and that he forgives them and that that as hard as it is for us, we forgive them and we're here to help them. It, it's almost like giving people another chance. You know, we get that. I get that all the time. They're like, why on earth would you give this guy another chance? He did this. He did this. He did this. I'm like, would you want another chance? So you're saying, why haven't we given you another chance? I, I'm, I don't understand it. You know, you, you want to bring out the best in people and, and raise them up. And it's just like in their Christian walk, you want to bring up the best in people and raise them up. Not everybody's going to go out of country. Not everybody's going to even go across the river to share the gospel. But, you know, everybody has that place. And, and I think when they we start straying from God, we've lost our place with God. And, and not physical place, but we've lost our our service place where where do we serve what what happened if we used to uh, do one ministry and then all of a sudden we fell off well did did we miss the call into another ministry or did we miss something that god was leading us in the direction of and and so how do we get those people back Mm -hmm. you know how do we bring people back into that and like you said bringing someone back to god and back to the the life of service to the lord well if we're going to stay on this you know being abrasive and you know, kind of going going to our. We brother. don't have to. Cause no, no, no. Hurt, I like it. Don't no. hurt my feelings. No, I'm, I'm gonna stay there a while. <laughs> this is public. Um, don't hurt my feelings. You think you think um, you know? Think about the woman at the well. Um, Jesus, she she was not a believer. She didn't know. You know, she didn't know the way. She didn't know the truth. She didn't know anything. And Jesus went out of his way to an area that folks they didn't get along. They weren't. They weren't. Uh, they weren't. Uh, I want to say homies, you know, they, they, they weren't, you know, the same kind of people. They clashed. So, um, I'm trying to think of a people group now, kind of like maybe Israel and, and Hamas, you know, the, this right. thing that's going on. Um, it, it was almost that kind of tension between um, the, these pe- two people groups, Jews and Samaritans. And, and you know, he goes out of his way to go see her. He knows what's going on. And um, he, he does bring out the sin. He tells her. You know, he already knew it, but he says, you know, go bring your husband. You know, he does that to make her confess it out of her own mouth. She says, well, he's not my husband. And he said, you know, I know that. And so Jesus knows our sin. He knows our struggles. He knows the things that we're going through. We try to hide it from him sometimes or hide it from different things. But he knows. And you know what? She confessed him his Lord. So there's times I've had people come in my office and say, hey, man, um, you know, um, this, that, and the others bothering me, and you know, um, I'm I'm mad at this, you know, family member because they're doing this to me and mistreating me, and this, that, and the other. And then we get down to, in your personal opinion, what do you understand it takes for a person to go to heaven and have eternal life? And they begin to give me a works answer or something like that, and and um, you know, or, or they bring up some own their own sin in their life, and we start discussing it. And you know what? The Holy Spirit of God begins to convict and show them that they're a sinner and that they need a Savior. And uh, a lot of times you see people get saved. and it's So it does feel abrasive when you start bringing up sin and talking about sin and all that kind of stuff. But um, 
that, that's the only way you're going to get to the root of the problem. Right. So. I, I think some of us, and and you know more than more than me being the pastor, I'm sure some people come in there expecting you to go, you know what, you're right. You're right. How how dare them, mm-hmm. you know? And But yet they don't get that answer. They get the honest answer of, hey, you know, what is really going on? I think back to... I put it into the relationship of a marriage. You know, if, if if you're like, you know what, I'm hungry. I can't wait till I get home. I'm going to swing by and get some hot French fries from, you know, McDonald's or wherever. And then you walk in the door and, and she goes, hey, uh, what's for dinner? You're like, uh, <laughs> you know, well, what, what do you mean what's for dinner? You know, well, yeah, I got to, you know, and then it comes out. She's like, no, I, I, I know I, I can there's still grease smeared across your face with salt and it smells, you smell like the store or the restaurant, you know, it's that kind of thing. And then you're like, you know what? That was wrong. That, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, let me go back and get some for everybody or, uh, you know, it's kind of like that. So that's the way I, I, it's just a small relationship of it, but it does hurt our feelings. And I don't think that, that a lot of people get into a church and they are like, Oh man, this is all butterflies and sunshine here. Well, it's not. It's yes. There's there's times for butterflies and sunshine. There's time for for you know unicorn farts or whatever you want to call it. But it, there's also times for the repenting. There's also times for the, the the confessing to brothers and sisters and for the support that we get from that. That this is a place of of where we can find others other like-minded people that are going to forgive us as long as we come into it knowing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how we got to where we're at right now. But. Yeah, we can hang here for a little while. I mean, because it is the most important part of salvation. I mean, it's like, you know, we've heard um, with Brother Jim say sometimes, you know, it, it is really clear-cut. It's heaven or it's hell. Right. And a lot of folks, a lot of pastors, they, they sugarcoat it because they want to they want to pack out the seats. They want to pack the sanctuary and and have those emotional experiences and you know the goosebump moments and all that kind of stuff. But you know it's better to tell the truth that you're either right. lost or you're saved. And uh, you talked about you know like somebody maybe coming to my office and talking about you know salvation and whatnot or you know kind of want you to for counseling. They'll come in and and want to you know bash something that's going on. Well, first off, I'm going to just tell you this. If you come in my office, we're going to get that straight right away. I'm going to ask you, you know, if you were to die today, where are you going to spend eternity? Um, in your personal opinion, what do you understand? You know, I'm, I'm going to ask you something because that's the foundation. If you're right. not a believer, a lot of the, the information that I'm going to give you is for a believer because forgiveness, you know, doesn't come natural. You know, to, to forgive your spouse if they've done something to you, forgive your kids for doing something or you know, different different people or something that's happening like that. So um, let's just stay here today. It's a good good topic. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I believe that, that we need to do that. We need to get down to the grassroots of what's going on because a lot of folks, they do, they do want to come in and just vent. So, you know, we do need to listen to people um, w- when they have a problem or an issue and then go into the gospel. You know, go into, hey, w- what's going on? What's happening? Um, you know, like today, I spent 30 minutes listening to the guy and uh, hearing his heart and just, you know, and breaking down and, and sharing a lot of things. And then, you know, when he finished, I, I just asked him, you know, 
tell me this. What do you understand it takes for a person to go to heaven? And uh, works answer right away. You know, I'm a good person. Well, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 says, For by grace you've been saved through faith. It's not of yourself. It's a gift of God. So we can't earn salvation. We can't do enough good works. We can't give enough to charity. We can't do anything. Um, we have to realize that Jesus paid it all and that all we have to do is have that intimate, personal relationship with him, ask him. It is simple as ABC. It's, we have to admit that we're a sinner. We have to admit that we can't do it on our own. We have to admit that we're lost. You know, to, to do that, you have to take pride out of the equation because most of us think we're good people. Most of us don't want to admit to others that we failed. We don't want to admit that, that we need somebody else. You know why? Because we've been conditioned. I don't know about you, but I was conditioned and trained as a young person that I need to pull myself up by my bootstraps. If this is bad or that's bad, I can fix the situation. See, we have to get to a total bankrupt situation that we say, there's nothing. I can't do it. So we have to admit that we're a sinner and that we need a Savior. Then we have to believe that Jesus is who he said he was. He was either a Savior or a lunatic. You know, he's talking about giving, your, giving his life and taking it up again. This temple will be, you know, destroyed in three days and raise itself up. So either we believe he is our Savior and Lord and uh, believe that he'll forgive us of our sins, believe that he can transform us and change us, and uh, believe that he's alive, believe that he rose again on the third day. That's all that foundational things that we need to know. And then confess. Confess him as our Savior. Confess him as our Lord. Confess him as our personal sin bearer. Ask him into our heart and to change us. And um, there's a military term. It's called about face. That just means that my life was going this way that I, I, I gave in to temptation, to sin, to all those different things. And then when the Lord Jesus put his fingerprint on my heart, you know, that's kind of what he does. He puts his finger right on our heart and touches us. And he says, at least he did in my life, man, you're a sinner. You need to repent of that. You need to change. And uh, so that's basically an about face. That's changing the direction, alcohol, drugs, pornography, you know, going that way. And it's doing an about face. That's turning from our sin, turning from ourself, and turning to Jesus as our Savior and Lord. And then we just we trust in Him. We believe in Him. And then we get in this Word, man. And that's that's what a lot of folks do. We take Matthew twenty eight nineteen. We we want to we want to see them saved. We want to see them come down, fill out a card, and do all these different things. But we don't want to take the time to invest in that disciple and to start helping them. It's like I told that dude today. I said, look, man, every day, every every Monday at 3 o'clock, we're going to start meeting and start going through God's Word. We're going to start learning the foundation. See, a lot of times we want to hang a, a number on our imaginary. You remember, you're like hunting. You know, when you, right. you got your first BB gun or something. You shot right. a, a bird. You, right. you marked your gun. See, that's what we want to do as Christians. Man, we want to mark our Bible. Well, there's one I led to the Lord and everything. Well, that's just the half of it. That's just, I mean, a little percentage that we lead them to the Lord. Now we have to treat them like a newborn baby, feed them, nurture them, instruct them, and help them. 
So, um, you know, we got to be willing to, to take that side of the cross, too, to, to help those brothers and sisters. That's Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore, make disciples, baptize them. And so we need to, we need to, get, we need to get all that together first. Right. So spend time with those believers. I think that's a great idea. I think that um, I think it's a good message today. Yeah, I think that that um, it's important for us to hear that and to sit back and listen. You know, one thing whenever we do these, in order for the least amount of editing as possible, uh, I have to sit back and and listen more. I have to really think about you know getting up near the mic and all these other things, and in doing that, it forces me to listen it forces me not to respond but to listen so just doing these i get i get a I have a great time i get a lot of a lot of development and growth just doing these podcasts i, I really don't care if anybody listens to them i want them to but mm-hmm. just what i get out of it is a benefit mm-hmm. so um, how about we do this how about today what if someone's lost listening to this can we say a prayer can we end with that and and then after that we'll tell them how to follow up with Absolutely. the church that's a good one I, you know I'm, I'm one of those guys I made me an anomaly preachers that say hey everybody raise your hand you know repeat after me I don't believe it's a repeat after me prayer I believe just like salvation is individual that prayer is for an individual um, we can help and, and, and talk to them and kind of explain before the process but I believe a person needs to, if, if the Holy Spirit of God's working and dealing with that heart, they'll know exactly what to say. Um, if, if we've done a good enough job on our end of explaining the gospel and talking that ABC, um, it should be simple enough that, that a person could do that. And uh, I will go back over that. It, it's just admit you're a sinner and you believe in your heart that, that, that God will forgive you of your sin that um, believe that, that he, uh, he loves you, he died for you. Um, I used this one while we were in, um, in Mexico in the Yucatan. Um, the guy's name was Alex. And I just said, Alex, you know, John 3.16 goes like this, for God so loved Alex that he gave his one and only son, that if Alex believes in him, that Alex could have eternal life. Alex can put his hope and his trust in him. And you know what? That, that if you do that, that, that God will do his part and he'll save you. So that's kind of where we are with that. For God so loved you, he loved you so much that he gave his one and only son, that if you believe in him, that you don't have to perish and go to a place called hell. You can have eternal security in a place called heaven. So that's the, the A and the B. And then the C is just confess your sin to him. Uh, confess through prayer what's going on and uh, ask Jesus into your heart, ask him into your life and uh, then begin to step out in faith and believe that he's there and then get in his word and find out that he is true, that he is trustable. And and if you are listening to the podcast, you're listening, you're saying, hey, I need to I need to give my heart and life to Christ. He's He's drawing me to salvation. Give me a call here at the office, 929- Two three four six. Ask for Pastor Clay. One of the one of the ladies or somebody else will, will patch you in to me, and uh, I'll explain to you even more what it looks like to be saved. We can set up an appointment. You come by and see me. But the prayer, um, Joe, is 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 like this. Um, Jesus, I realize I'm a sinner, and I need you to save me. I can't do it on my own. 
I can't save myself, but you can. Um, forgive me of my sins. Um, the neat part is when you're alone and by yourself, you can name them one by one. You can name pornography. You can name alcoholism. You can name um, all whatever God puts on your heart. He's, he, he's good at showing you when you mess up. And, and we confess. If we're faithful to confess our sins, He's faithful to forgive us and to save us. So admit, believe, confess it, and ask Him into your heart. Um, it's just that simple. You can do it right there where you're at. Get on your knees, ask Him into your heart. And uh, But here's the kicker, man. You need somebody to disciple you. You need somebody to teach you the precepts, the principles, the, you know, pretty much kind of like when you were brought into the world. You know what? I didn't know how to hold a bottle with two hands and, and, and to drink milk. My mom had to, to give me a bottle and feed me and help me. That's what we are as disciple makers, man. We're just, we're just giving the milk. Um, and then as they get a further along in their walk, we start giving them meat according to the Word, according to God's Word. He says you start them out on, on milk, then you get them to the, to the harder uh, foods. So let me pray with us, and uh, you give us a little bit more info. But if anybody wants to reach out to the church, the 929-2346 number is good. Uh, you can ask for me. Get Pastor uh, SEC. Uh, at fbcblanchard.com. You can get a hold of our secretary. She'll, she'll email me. You can email me direct. It's pastor at fbcblanchard.com, and uh, I'll respond back to your email. And uh, look forward to, to, to talking and meeting with some folks out there. We got anything up front coming up that, I, that we know uh, about? Yeah. We'd, well, I don't know. We're trying to get the choir back together. That's okay. one thing. Uh, we're trying to uh, expand on some other ministries that we have now that we've kind of been freed of a few things as far as the the covid stuff starting to come around people starting to come back uh we're trying to expand it's getting summertime getting warm uh, a lot of activities in the youth a lot of activities in the, the adult area as well and i know we got some other stuff coming up uh, check the website www.fbcblanchard.com you can always uh, call the church office swing by the church office at 201 attaway street in blanchard and like I said, call the church office at uh, 918-929-2346 and uh, email pastorsec at fbcblanchard.com. That's the ways to reach us. Any concerns, any uh, questions, and uh, definitely any salvation decisions or just the need to continue to talk to somebody and want to reach out to someone, uh, we're all open for that. So that's all I got, brother. If you'll end us in prayer, we'll be Good to go with All this. Right. Sounds good. Father God, Lord, we just thank you for another day you've given us on planet Earth. Lord, I pray if there's someone out there that hears uh, this message, God, that they can give their heart and life over to you. Lord, we realize that that you're the one that saves. We can't save anybody, but God, you draw people to salvation. So, Father, I pray that, Lord, you are drawing folks, even as we speak right now, um, into that intimate personal relationship with you. So, Father, we thank you for what you're going to do. Lord, keep your hands on us. Lord, just bless um, your plans that are happening here. God, bless the day. Lord, we thank you. You made it. We get to rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.